back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things, they were not for sale. And what was sacred had not yet been forgotten. They are close to being true energy and consciousness. They have not developed enough to take on true personality. But all four elements exist in every aspect of nature, in every one of us. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm so sorry for laughing. I did not know that you were going to go there. <laughs> I didn't either until right as it started. <laughs> and I'm looking over you and I'm looking over you and I'm going, now you know how nauseous I am today, right? <laughs> I followed what energy gave me. You know, I, I was trying to make something magical happen and it and just I was. It up. Yeah. The flow was not there. I do apologize. Everybody, thank you for tuning in and listening to us. This is Sutherland Dreams. And I'm about to make every Star Wars fan cringe. She does not have many midi-chlorians in her system, apparently. <laughs> no, not today, I don't. <laughs> oh, EK had to take his headphones off on that one. Goal achieved. I heard Robert wince. <laughs> I heard it. He's nowhere near us, and I heard him cringe. <laughs> Robert being uh, no, no, that's not Robert Robert's, from from Nurnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking Randy. No, uh, Robert's the one that, that he's the one that gets real upset about the midichlorian. Okay, I, I was thinking Randy from Lost in the Long Box. If you guys haven't checked that out, if you're I think in, he gets really bothered by it too. Probably. But if you're into comic books, you know, check out Lost in the Long Box here on FXBG Public Radio. It's a, a good show, uh, engineered by uh, Madman Lowercase, who I do uh, Shock Monkey Radio with. Uh, Randy and Enos and Tommy. I can't give you last names because, yeah, I don't pay that much attention to last names. But it's a great show. It's it's a lot of followers. If you're into comic books, please check it out. It's good stuff, man. Seriously. So tonight we are talking about elementals. <laughs> yes, we are talking about elementals. And <clears throat> so what is an elemental? Something that has an element base. If you want my personal opinion on that this early in the episode, I will be happy to give it, but I'm, I, I would rather wait a little bit to see how you have to play with it because I'm pretty sure my no, response... Oh, I have to play with it. <laughs> Phrasing? Yeah. Okay. How you would like to discuss it. You're right. I'm sorry. That's my bad. I'm sorry. Um, I am way off today. For, for any of our normal listeners, I'm completely off today. Um... Today's the day that we have the solar eclipse, so if you're listening to this later, it's just very much affected me, and I've been all, all day. So that being said, um, to, to define an idea of the elemental spirits, I mean, they are known as elementals because they are made up of the ether and are... I'm going by what I'm what I pulled off of ohms. I've, I've heard that there's four classes of elemental and a possible fifth, and the fifth one being the ether. 
Well, all I know is I'm pulling off what I found on Ohm's Times. <laughs> what about what you know in your own experience? Well, for me, for me personally, okay, for me personally in my own experience, I would say there's other ones in here all out of all of this stuff that I have written that I have here in front of me to talk about that some of them I don't know nothing about. But as far as like fairies... And gnomes. I see. I've never heard fairies being associated with elementals. Because they're under earth. Again, that's a new one for me. Every earth elemental reference I've ever found has always been referenced to gnome. Well. And not the David the gnome that you let your preschooler watch. No, they're not that kind. They don't wear the pointed hats. They don't wear the bright colored clothes. They're a completely different very stoic, very solid, grounded, don't fucking move kind of concept. You know, they don't have personalities. They are very much the basis of consciousness. Think of a, think of an infant, not even an infant. Think of a newborn who just barely gets the concept of self. That is an, that is an elemental from my understanding, from my own research. Now, Miss uh, Miss Lady Stars and Fire might have something different. Well, all I know is what just highlighted from Spirit is they are responsible for the atherputical effects. Is that the right word? Therapeutic. Well, wow. <laughs> I said I was off today in all kinds of fucking ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and right off the bat, as soon as I as soon as I open up, you throw me off with what I had. So, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but for me, I don't know. I I guess deep down in my soul, I'm more of a playful person. So, right when I get into them, you know, I okay, like what was here in Ohm's times was saying, you know, fairies in, in what time? Ohm. Times is where I took this from. Uh, okay, so Ohm Times being a web reference. Right. Okay, the way you referenced that, it was like Ohm Times, like it was an oh. ancient time, you know. <laughs> a little clarification would have helped for the listener there. Because <laughs> it threw me off. I'm like, what, 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 what the, the hell is she talking about? about? <laughs> I get it. But like, so I was pulling it from this website, and what they were talking about is. Fairies, goblins, gnomes, elves, leprechauns, tree people, brownies. And uh, Ohm times, are they taking, uh, where are they taking their cultural basis from? Is this from a Buddhist standpoint? A, uh, to be honest, Tibetan? I don't know. Okay. You know, sometimes, especially when it comes to information like this, that comes in handy. It probably does. I have a couple different things that I was coming from, and I was giving all the different ideas from what I understood them to be for all the different levels of different people with their different ideas and thinking and na 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 Well, you know, I'm not to say that, you know, the uh, the Celts might be right and the uh, the Tibetans might be wrong or the Tibetans are right and the, uh, the uh, French are wrong. I'm just saying, you know, okay, the French viewed it this way and the Celts viewed it this way and the Tibetans viewed it this way gives a greater basis of knowledge of where people were coming from because, you know, you take a look at the, the concept of the elements representing the four directions. 
you know, earth being north, fire being south, water being uh, west, and air being east. You know, but that's also only if you're here, because if you're on the other side of the world, then you see that differently. Exactly. So therefore, if, you know, the Celts would see the fire elemental one way where the Tibetans might see it another way. Yes and no. I mean, to a point, because the directions change, but the element doesn't. The element doesn't, but the how it's interpreted can be based on their own uh, religious and cultural views. I guess I can. I, I guess I can see where you're coming from, and I can even support that. I mean, depending on how you. That also goes just. I mean, like okay, and I mean no disrespect. All right, like at work, just forget all of our spiritual stuff for just a minute. Okay. At work, where I work, I have a couple, or even uh, I have a couple people who are German. Mm-hmm. And I, I I like them. I get along with them, but they're they're short. It's green one. They're they're ener- they're not their energy, but their personality is more to the point and very like sometimes cold sounding. Right. Doesn't mean that they are, but the right. way they speak. Okay, so uh, no video for this episode. <laughs> but the way that they speak tends to be like that. I told you I've been destroying no, no, things no, no, all no. day. It's not you. <laughs> Everything that's been computer related for this whole week, if I even come in the room, it's like, and it goes to shit. I mean, I've been having issues all week, so you can blame it on me. I will take it. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say, like, perfect example, too. Like, my mom... Her doctor is a German lady, and she, nothing wrong with German people. It's just their personality is more short and a little bit cold sounding. Their culture. Yes. And so, therefore, I guess I could see where they would see things differently. That doesn't mean that they don't have heart, because, like, my mom's like, I want to find another doctor, you know. That's why representing things from the different cultural aspects makes sense. Well, and that's why I said I get it to a point, but... Deep down in our heart, isn't it all the same? Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, yes, love is the same universally. Uh, compassion is the same universally. Hatred is the same universally. Being a fucking but, dickhead is the same <clears throat> universally. Being the dickhead <laughs> is the same universally. But, you know, the way that we can see the energies flowing in is going to change not only, number one, based on... Uh, how we choose to observe. How we choose to observe. But where we live, because somebody who lives in the plains is going to see and feel and experience the energy flow of the universe differently than somebody who lives in the mountains. Especially somebody who lives low in the mountains in the valley versus somebody who lives high in the mountains, uh, more towards the apex, like the people of Peru, versus people who live like where I grew up in West Virginia, where we uh, settled in the valleys. So the energy flow is going to be different, so therefore you're going to interpret those energies slightly differently. That's why, you know, representing those cultural ideas and subtle differences comes in handy. So everything you just said to me in my in my mind says, so today in today's society, somebody who lives in New York City is definitely going to view something completely differently from somebody in West Virginia. Yes. Okay. I can get that. But at the same time, it's going to be harder to come across an elemental if you're in New York City. 
Not necessarily. You're in such a busy body energy. I, I'm saying, think about it. You, you've got to get to the fucking element. The element of Earth is exists all around people in uh, New York City. The element of fire exists all around them in New York City. The element of air exists all around them in New York City. The element of water, much harder to find. Because the stone, uh, the stone around them in the buildings, Earth, air. Airs are all around everybody. Fire. Fire represents to me the element of energy. What I'm trying to say is typically in New York City, and I'm not saying meaning any disrespect to anybody who might be listening who lives there, but it's such a much more a uh, hustle and bustle place than somebody who lives closer to the forest. Right. You I mean you're not gonna find nature in New York City, but you can still find the elements and the elementals there because the 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 four elements or five elements depending on how you want to look at it i see it as four personally maybe the fifth being you know uh well i was thinking about this earlier today when i heard the concept <laughs> of the fifth element i'm, I'm so sorry it's yeah. like uh you've heard the concept of antimatter that might be the ether that might be the fifth element uh but every person is made up of the four elements based on wiccan uh some shamanic, some Native American, uh, Tibetan, uh, <coughs> Siberian, uh, Taoism. But, uh, we're all made up of the four elements. Earth, air, fire, and water. And you can look at it as the four states of matter. Solid, liquid, gas, energy. <laughs> I'm sorry to be laughing, and I am listening to you, but... As we're talking, and we've kind of gotten off subject because it's not like we're about it, but we're not. We haven't gotten into the elements, but we're talking about the elements. But we haven't been able to actually get into them because we're, like, disputing this. <laughs> well, but what I'm laughing at is what keeps... What spirit keeps putting in my eyes is what I said wrong in the beginning. It's like they knew we were going to do this. And they're what they're putting to me again is... They are responsible for the therapeutic effects you feel when outdoors amongst nature. And that was what Spirit said right in the beginning. And they're like, dumbasses, both of you come back. Uh, I, I appreciate the way your your guides are pointing that out to you. But at the same time, you know, if I'm in a city, I can still connect with nature. Because yes. nature is still there. But for some people, not as easily. Everything in the planet is made of things that come from the earth. Mm -hmm. You know, and it took me myself a long time in my life to, oh, I hate the city. The city's, the city's nothing but man-made bullshit, blah, 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 blah. It wasn't until I had to spend some time in the city that I realized, oh, it's still earth. It's still everything. It's still the same energy. It's still the same connectiveness. And that's how I was able to find that way to attune. And you find that the elements or the elementals are still there. Earth, air, fire, water, water, what we drink, what flows through like the city of Chicago running through the center of the city. Most major cities are based around a hub of water of some sort or other because that was a major important uh, part of the, uh, the ancient people's lives. Or just in the case of our country, a couple hundred years ago's lives. Because you focused around bodies of water because it was needed to live. Air is around everything. Stone is used to make the buildings. Earth, air, 
fire, water, solid, liquid, gas, energy. I get that, but that's the elements. That's not the elemental spirits. But the elemental spirits represent are represented by their elemental states here in the physical world. Yes. So therefore they are the one and the same. <laughs> they are, but see, I, I don't care what you say, I still put fairies with earth. They do with the plants. But elementals, from my understanding, are not as developed as the fae. They don't have true personalities. They are much more guttural. They're much more... They're like the child who hasn't developed a full sense of ego or a sense of self or a sense of I want or my intention is. They're... They are just a representation of this one type of emotional state. I believe, yes and no, what you're saying. I believe that you could be very right there, like, on just whatever that emotion is. But I feel, and I don't even want to say small, because some of them aren't necessarily supposed to be small. Like, if you get into the water and you're looking at mermaids and you take it all the way that far. I mean, I would take it as in, like, Whatever that emotion is, is so emotional that that's all they got. There's no additional thinking at the moment until that emotion changes and it becomes something else. Like it's not able to. Yeah, you're backing up exactly what I'm saying. We're just saying it in two different ways. Yeah, but I guess the way I'm interpreting it from you is like it can't change its mind. No, and stops backing the microphones. No, it absolutely can change its mind, but it's it doesn't have the higher reasoning. It's more primal is the broader, the probably the more proper way to state it. It's very more emotional, very guttural, very very lizard brain esque. If you're uh, familiar with the concept in uh, neuroscience of the lizard brain, I'm not. No higher thought process. All very needs driven emotion driven yeah i don't believe that though that's your opinion fair enough i mean i don't believe that because i mean they have needs okay uh using the word needs especially into a non-corporeal entity is not exactly what i was getting i was putting it into aspects that a human being could understand (laughs) because they really don't have needs because they're non-corporeal at least, if they do have needs, or needs that I cannot understand as a corporeal being. I mean, maybe maybe non-corporeal spiritual entities do have to feast on some sort of energy. I don't know. I've never existed in that aspect of uh, existence that I am currently aware of in this state of consciousness. But, you know, so the word needs is more to accentuate and help those of us and our listeners who I'm assuming 99.999999% of our listeners are corporeal beings can equate to. I hear you in, in, I don't even know. I'm like, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not that I don't want to support you or I do. It's just like, I'm like torn. I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's why i started off when i felt uh, that's the way i felt when i started off this research and it took me a while to get to the uh, one side or the other and based on what i've 
understand about uh, what I read about the spirituality concept of elementals in multiple cultures. And don't ask me to get into any individual culture because I couldn't do a deep dive in, into anyone because I was trying to get a, an overbroad concept before I could do that. And I couldn't arrive at an overbroad concept until I was able to combine that with the concept of physical science. And once I was able to combine the two, I was able to get a better idea of what, you know, you know, you get the concept of the four elementals, the uh, earth being the gnomes, the water being the undines, the air being the sliths and the fire being the salamanders being in Eastern European, uh, I'm sorry, Western European culture. And based on those four ideas, I had to combine the physical, uh, the physical energy and the natural science behind it in order with the, the mythology in order to come to a point that made any sense at all for me because otherwise it was just everything was counterintuitive and uh, an oxymoron what what uh, what they would say about a slith in one aspect would be completely counterintuitive to a slith in another aspect okay see i just didn't go that deep at all nor did i really care to would i comprehend why Oh, I, listeners, you just don't understand. I'm looking at his Aquarius brain in full action. I'm just like, wow, you're exhausting. <laughs> I was like, I was just going to talk about a fairy. <laughs> and, and then go into the, whatever the next thing is. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, how did we, how did we get here? I mean, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, I was going to. It was a fair. It was just a little fairy. Like, <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, he'll hit me here. Do the hard thinking for you. Apparently, I wasn't going all yeah, cultural. Apparently, I overanalyze everything. Well, that's why I said I'm just looking at your Aquarius mind in full spin. Like you've got, you don't just have three hamsters running one wheel. It's like you've got four wheels with three hamsters in each running. No, it's <laughs> no. I've got, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this to you before. I've got five thought processes going on at any one point in time, and that's not counting the one that is currently active at the forefront and <laughs> handling communication. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have known this from you that this is where we would go. But I was just thinking about a fairy. <laughs> you know, in, in in complete honesty, more often than not, there's good information out there that I can go with. But this is kind of like the god Canunos. There's nothing out there that makes that was consistent in any way, shape, or form. So I had to do my own deep dive research and come up to something that made logical and spiritual sense to me at the same time. And when you're combining logic and spirituality, that's a hell of a trick. Okay. And the Hold on, let me completely throw you for a whole new loop. Okay, let's do this. Okay. Now we've been out hiking a million times. Mm-hmm. Now where uh, you know where the place we go to the most so we know uh, uh, all right you know that i've said it and you've felt fairies there i felt energy i cannot say i felt fairies okay well you know i've said there's been it's like this is a fairy i know spot. exactly what, i know exactly what spot you're and talking there's about. also a place that i've said was the gnome area right i was like 
we're, there's gnomes here, you know, and, and you feeling the energy. So, if we were on another area of the world, would their energy be different? Not to us, to them. Would their energy be different? Yes. Why? Think of the world. Is the rock formation underneath uh, that makes up that land going to be the same? Yes or no? If you get all the way down to the bottom, it's all earth. Yeah, but you can't just focus on 1%. you got to focus on everything, every single layer that goes up to the surface. So is that is that one spot where that we call the gnome area, is that going to be the same as another gnome area, let's say, in uh, Slovakia? No. So is their energy going to be the same? No. Now, when it comes to... Uh, Air, uh, I'm sorry, earth and water elementals, they're going to have the most variations. Air, not so much. Slighter variations, where the fire elementals are going to have almost no variations because they are the fourth state of matter that no one really talks about. But until you get into the deeper depths of physical science, and which is the fourth state of matter being energy, which is what fire is, is the energy state of matter. I love you, Olympia. I do. <laughs> Your mind is just so in overdrive right now. I'm just going. I'm thinking to myself. I'm going. All right. I understand. If you move them across the earth and the planet and the earth and it shifts a little bit and has this, but wouldn't their energy overall still be the same? No. But hold on. Let me talk some. <laughs> I'm like, or the same with the fairies. And I'm like, and typically, and, and I can't even get past that right now because I'm like, I'm like, for me, typically I pick up on their energy as a childlike, fun, playful energy where I have picked up on it. But then I'm going, if you were around such an area, if you were the elemental and you were around such an area, they... I'll go back to New York City. Such a hustle and bustle place with so many attitudes flying. Is that going to change their attitude simply because of the way we are? You are an empath. Answer that question yourself. Okay, yeah, yeah, what well, it would. But I'm um, so I mean, in a sense that makes them just as just as vulnerable as we are. Yeah. They're not godlike beings. No, but, like, okay, fairies in general help the plants grow. Right. Okay, so if you have a bunch of but shitty, bad attitude fairies <laughs> who's got a bunch of negativity, is what I'm saying, or, or, and I know there are ideas of fairies and stuff that are not positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying to understand your thinking here. I'm trying to dig my way down, and I'm just not okay. a fucking Aquarius. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's uh, let's take this out of the because this is not where I plan on going with it. But okay, okay. let's <laughs> let's make the cow a sphere, as they call in physics. We're going to eliminate as many variables as possible. So we're going to take the city out of this because the city has an nth number of variables being added to it. So we're going to take a a place here in Virginia. 
where you spent most of your life. I know you've had a small stint down in Florida, mm-hmm. still on the East Coast. Similar uh, mineral composition to the Earth, but slightly different. We're going to go across the world, someplace completely different. And I'm going to make up these chemical, uh, I'm sorry, mineral compositions because I don't know the mineral compositions of other places on the planet. But I know here in Virginia, especially when you get more towards the Appalachian Mountains, you're running into a lot of limestone. And a lot of limestone has a lot of quartz built into it. Very energy conductive. uh, I understand they would change their whole structure. Right. So you go to... The way they look and everything. Let's go to another spot. Let's say uh, Scandinavia. Someplace where they found large uh, quantities of iron or other heavy metals. Mm-hmm. You're not getting those uh, that quartz in there as well. Are you telling me that the energy of quartz and the energy of limestone is the same as the energy of granite and the energy of iron? No. That's why an elemental spirit on that side of the planet would be different than this side of the planet. Okay, I can comprehend that. And That's just like saying you can't wear rose quartz and hope for it to do what black tourmaline would do. Right. And the same concept goes with water based on the concept of okay, we've got Animals over here that exist in the United States, in North America and South America, that do not exist in Europe and Asia and Africa, correct? Right. All animals poop. (laughs) Right? It has been scientifically proven that poop runs down into running water. And that running water runs downstream and affects all the lands as the running water goes past. So, therefore, the water elementals would be different from that side of the world to this side of the world, correct? Yeah, with that alone. I mean, you got, plus you, you forget, I mean, you're talking about just the element of the element of Earth and the element being what it is. Then you add our emotions, our personalities, which happen to be all around them. Plus, now you're starting to... Now you're now starting you're, to... And, and then, like, litter. Yeah, now you're catching on to where I'm saying that they've got... They're, they're more basic and they are more widespread than what... Uh, and why they stay invisible, because they usually don't want to deal with us. Yeah. Same thing with air. Wow, it took me a long time to get there. Different, you know... <laughs> Different trees here in North America versus South America versus Europe versus Asia versus uh, Africa. That changes the uh, the air elemental. The one that really doesn't change is the fire elemental. It is the one constant because it's a representation of energy. That's all fire is. It's released by a chemical change, but it is pure energy, both light and thermal. But it is pure energy, just like all matter is created of energy concentrated to a certain vibration to give it a physical form. The fourth state of matter. You should just see him right now. He just sat up like, and I made my point. (laughs) That, ladies and gentlemen, is mic drop. (laughs) And I got to pee. 
He went and took that completely into scientific crap. I mean, I was like, it's not crap, but I was like, oh, my God. Spirituality and science, one and the same. Thank you very much. And he walks out with a snap in his hands, like, and I'm done. (laughs) That's not fair, EK. You're just over there laughing your ass off as you're playing your video. (laughs) All right. So, okay. All of that. (laughs) I'm so thrown off because I just plan on talking about the different spirits and and their different ideas and what they were. And he completely took the whole show in a different direction on me. (laughs) So hold on. Let me see if I could pull up something here since we were talking about that. Let me just go right into Earth Elements. So that I can definitely go over a little bit more stuff of what they were supposed to be about. Um, Well, actually, let me go back. Because he walks out of the room and threw me completely off. So now I'm all in shock. (laughs) Okay, I mean, I've had plenty of incidents where I've dealt with the elements in general. I've dealt with a lot of fairies. I've dealt with a lot of gnomes. I've dealt with elves. I've dealt with tree people. What in in the world is a brownie? Not an elemental. But what is it? Since it's in my list and I'm so thrown off today. You don't have a clue? It's a fairy. It's a member of the fae, but it's not an elemental, which is why I don't know why it's on your list. Because it's, it's a member of the fae. It's not a member of the elemental class. Okay, see, because typically I don't go that deep. I mean, I'll go that deep for the show when I'm looking up information. But I'm like, fairy. In my own personal life. We we had the conversation this show is about elementals, right? Yes. And and considering I'm so thrown off, there's no point in me looking it up now. I mean, because we're you're gonna have we're gonna have to move on to the other part, but I figured we should go over some of what those elements elementals were a little bit <laughs> right just leave the fay out of it <laughs> okay um because well, it's in my list but you probably have already have a memory of it and i have to look it up now and i'm all over the place um what are the uh, undines they are you. the elemental concept of water Anything else about them that you know? No. Literally, um, once I got those uh, definitions, everything else I was getting was contradictory based on, you know, again, you know, I was looking here, 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 and here. Different parts of Europe and Asia, and they weren't matching. And that's what led me to the in-depth conversation we just had. Yeah, no. Which is why I don't want to say that, okay, they represent this energy or this energy. Their energy is going to represent where you're at. In, in the physical world. But it's still going to represent the water and what it can do to help with the water. Well, obviously. Duh. Not duh to you, but just duh. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like saying air is also a fluid. Duh. Okay. Like, is it, you just completely took everything I had and knocked it out of the water. So I'm like, okay. That was not my intention. No, and I'm compl- I'm not upset. I'm just like, well, there's no point in me reading it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no point in me reading it. And by the time we get into anything else I have, 
it'll be time to get on to the next thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for going over, you know, all, all of them individually, but we don't have time now. Yeah, I mean, if you want to touch into some, like, real basic stuff, I feel like that would be more accurate. But, uh, yeah. You can like, call this Hill Hippie Confuses, Lady Stars of Fire. <laughs> is it Confuses or just... Just threw me hell. into confusion. <laughs> I was like uh, Lady Zelda from uh, The Poltergeist. I came in and just brought clarity. You brought an earthquake, a thunderstorm, wildfire. <laughs> I was like, when the fuck did it turn into all of that? I was just going to talk oh, about spirits. I, 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 let me, I just thought about this real quick. EK, would you activate your mic and tell Lady Stars on Fire and our listeners what my Xbox handle is? Oh, God. It's it's Omec. Omec uh, Elemental, isn't it? Omec the, Elemental? Omoc Elemental. Omoc Elemental, right. I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm done with you. I'm done with you for today. <laughs> I even shut everything down. I'm done. I'm done. Well, Love you, know you to death. Done. <laughs> you know what that means? That means we can get into solar ham, and you'll have more time for your astrology. Okay, because I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. As of June thirteenth. Which was a long time ago. So therefore, we have no <laughs> updates because I've not checked Solar Ham in a minute, and apparently there is nothing new going on. I, <coughs> if I look at the NOAA forecast, um, yeah, physical disc is currently spotless. So we may now go into the astrology because again, we are in the tail end of a solar minimum, and solar minimums suck for solar activity. You know what, though? Before I get into the astrology, oh please. That whole funky discussion just made me feel so much better. Good. Because when I first came over here, like I said, because since we're getting into the astrology and stuff. You were out of whack? I was so out of whack. And now I'm like slapped around and back to normal. <laughs> I helped you find the uh, the attunement of your elementals. Uh, you helped me do something. I'm not quite sure how or what or whatever. I'm still done with you. <laughs> You don't know how many times I've heard that from a woman in my life. God damn it. <laughs> All righty, folks. First off, I mean, yes, today was the solar eclipse. Uh, the solar eclipse that was taking place in Cancer. Um, I have started putting out information for anybody who was born in 1972 and 1973, maybe the very beginning of 1974. And... You're having, if these energies are a little bit rougher on you, that would also be because while we are going through these energies of these eclipses, and as we enter the Lion's Gate in September, not September, in August, in all of August, your North Node and your South Node, most likely in your natal chart, is in opposition of the energies that are going on now. So, it may be a little bit more overwhelming than normal for energies for you. So I've been throwing that out there. With that being said, that's also part of what this eclipse was. This eclipse was taking place today in um, Cancer, which is a feminine energy, very nurturing and mothering. But it's speaking to that universal fourth house of your inner emotional security. And then, like I said, 
your North Node and your South Node is telling you what you need to do in order to get it right. So people are starting to really come in more depth in their thinking of what's important to them. And some people have been, and I keep telling everybody, the more you're fighting this energy, the more it's going to be working against you about what you're going to be moving forward in. It's it's supposed to be a very divine energy that's helping you move forward. However, if you're in denial about some of the things you need to work through and you're fighting yourself on it, you're actually slowing down the process. So it'll make it harder and and go through that. But if you were, like I said, born in 72, 73, and possibly the beginning of 74, you're kind of having an inner face-off with yourself of, of your positives and your negatives with an eclipse on top of an eclipse. So that would be why it's a little rougher for you. Was you about to say something? No. Okay, because no. you were just jumping no, up you, to the mic. The way you just kept looking at me, it was like you were waiting on me to respond. So I was prepping the mic in case I felt the need to respond. <laughs> All good. With that being said, tomorrow um, on the 3rd, we have Venus moving into Cancer with the Sun. So it's, it's bringing a whole new sensitivity in, more or less. If you're going to have in Cancer, you're going to have Venus there, the Sun there, the moon will still be there for part of the day and you will have the north node there so this is definitely speaking to you about the sensitivities of that inner emotional security of the roots of who and what you are the true self of who and what you are your karmic debts and how you can reincarnate yourself more or less by getting to the truth of who you are but it's in opposition and it's going to be in opposition all month with the outer community, which is te technically the careers, um, your careers, your prestige, how you're viewed and seen on a public level, because there's rules, walls and boundaries that need to shift because most likely they're not supporting you finding how to promote yourself the way you should for your own inner emotional security to come out. Right so, that's why this is a difficult energy for many. If you've been fighting yourself, the more you're fighting yourself and, and not getting what you want or not standing up for your what you want, it's going to be harder for you because by the time you get to that full, full moon, yeah, the full moon on the 16th when it takes place in Cancer, that, not Cancer, in Capricorn, that energy will be the exact opposite of this. It will be a masculine energy where the rules, walls, and boundaries and the South Node is pushing on you incredibly hard. This is a time to make changes for your life, why period. Do, why do dudes always feel like they, they have the need to push hard? I, I don't get it. I don't know, man. I didn't write the astrology of the signs and say that this was a masculine energy. I just told you what it is. Yeah, But, <laughs> but the dude pushes hard. Uh, that's what I took from that. <laughs> oh god well, you know you don't have to push hard sometimes you just need to go deep <laughs> fair enough <laughs> alright with that being said <laughs> alright with that being said um, we definitely are this whole week is still a little bit you're looking at things from a negative point of view whether you realize it or not because Mercury is in Leo, but it will go retrograde on the seventh. And I'm telling you, I've been I've been saying like in the uh 
and my homework family readings that I do on YouTube. So you can always find it. Just look me up, Lady Stars on Fire, on YouTube for the homework family readings. Um, but I've been telling everybody, there's something about this July 7th and July 8th that is going to reset a direction. It's part, it's part of a pivotal day, whether you realize it or not. Something about that energy and what you choose to do and how you choose to word what you have to say is going to make a difference in the redirecting of these energies. And that's the day that Mercury is going to go retrograde. Um, and it's going to be going retrograde on top of, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me pull it up. And when it goes retrograde, is more or less going retrograde, sitting pretty much right on top of Mars and very close to Eura. Or Jura? Eura. Eura. So this is speaking in your universal fifth house of sacrificing commitment that it takes for you to create your pursuit of pleasure to make your life happy. And to find your creativity that will back up your inner emotional security so that you can get what you want in life. But you have Mars sitting there, which is your sacral chakra. So it's speaking to you about how you feel and you believe in yourself. You want to hear something funny? Hmm. I've been sitting here giving nods and uh, head shakes as if we were still on video. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And I just realized EK never restarted the video feed, so. You said no video tonight. That was your reaction. Was up? No video tonight. So he was straight to video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> well, I figured we wouldn't get the full episode, but like we did before, we'd get the second half. I could have done that if you hadn't said. Oh, it's too late no now. <laughs> yeah, don't get up now. <laughs> Go back to ESO. All right, but this energy is technically in a negative. I'm picking on you, okay? I know what I said. Because your communication is in Leo about, (laughs) your communication is in Leo about that creative expression of what it's going to take to make you have pleasure in your life, to make you enjoy life. What are you, you're you're looking more at the negatives right now because Mercury is in retrograde. I mean, it's in shadow. It goes retrograde on the 7th. So up until the 7th, you're kind of picking apart at situations that aren't necessarily making you happy so that once it goes retrograde for those three weeks, you can start to fix it. But it's in Leo, which means it's extremely overdramatic right at the moment. It's oh, my o- God. He said my shoes weren't uh, uh, weren't good. But they're right. He's right a little bit because, you know, they're a little too big and they're green and lime colored and nobody likes lime colored shit. But how do I fix this? How do I fix this? Oh, wait, I go to the shoe store. I'm done with you. (laughs) Is that not what you just described? I know. I know. I just as you were saying it, all I could think of is you must say it one more time. (laughs) You just, you must say it one more time. But I mean, so up until the seventh, you're a little bit more on the negative side with this. You don't mean to be, it's just, it's in shadow. Your communication is kind of only picking into the darker aspects because it's trying to help you figure out what is keeping you from being happy. So after it goes retrograde on the seventh, it's going to start to slip back into cancer. It'll take a little, it'll take a little minute, but it will slip back into cancer. So it's been speaking to you about what it's going to take 
to help you find the joy in life that you're wishing to create. And then it's going to start working its way back to that inner emotional security and helping you figure out how to do it. But at the same time, remember when, when Mercury is in retrograde, it, you can't help it. You kind of go into a little bit of self-centeredness because it's not talking to the rest of the world. It's only talking to you. Now, the other important thing, super important thing that most people aren't going to be talking about either is on the 9th, Chiron is in Aries and it goes retrograde. So your wounded healer is starting to go backwards and he's kind of over addressing things that haven't been fixed because this is your, in Aries is a universal first cycle. It's a universal first place, a universal place to start brand new beginnings. So it's been moving forward. The wounded healer has been, you know, assessing situations that need addressing so that you don't make a cycle all over again. And now it's about to step backwards and go, well, where did we mess up? So this is a good thing. I get it. It's going, where did I mess up? Where did I kind of overstep the boundary and think that they had that shit right? But obviously they didn't, you know, and, and let me, let me take another step. So it's, it's giving you a second chance at a second chance. And so a fourth chance, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's, it's moving backwards and, and cutting into that energy, which is also good because it's taking it further away from Eris, which is who I call Medusa. So it's it's bringing it back in to go, where did you feel you still had injustice? So how can you start to shift that and change it so that it is more helpful for you? And then, like I said, all of this energy really is taking you right now. The biggest part of the energy is taking you directly over to that full moon that's going to take place in Capricorn with the south node, with Saturn, and with Pluto in that universal 10th house of Capricorn. Now, this is talking on a universal level. I mean, each individual chart is a little bit different, but it's speaking to your outer community, whether it's your job or just how you're viewed by other people on the outside, because it is your job in general. But it's it's... How the outer community isn't serving you well, but most likely because you've gotten incredibly good at it. You've gotten very good about perfect example. I, I, my old job, I, I was really, really great at my old job and I have no problem getting the figures. I have no problem having the attitude, which was a shitty attitude, but I have no problem, you know, doing what had to be done, but it doesn't serve me anymore. It doesn't serve a purpose for my healthy well-being, right. for my heart and soul. So I stepped away from it and I'm trying to do less and less and less of it while I create what I want. There, You may be in a position where you can't just drop and go and change everything in your life. And that's understandable, but it's at least the right time to make sure you're at least making the pivot to turn the other direction and how can you start to redirect it? Because that South node in Capricorn is very much a father energy, very much a masculine energy and very much not wanting to change its mind because it's very set in its ways and it thinks that it has the proper rules, walls and boundaries to set up, but it's, it's just not working for you anymore. There's something about it that's keeping you from truly finding the authentic self that you want 
to create and be and find happiness because it's speaking to these energies in such a way that's telling you there's something major that needs to be shifting between the 16th and August 28th. Something major needs to be shifting. And unless you are exactly in completely a perfect position that you were completely deliriously fucking happy in your life, there's most likely something that needs to be changing. And it's going to be something that's going to change everything about your life, even though when you look at it, it's you won't think that it'll be such a big deal. But that little, little shifting, that little tweaking that makes it all move in that other direction will make that big deal. And if you're too afraid to make the chance, most likely you're not going to ever make that chance. You'll miss this opportunity because this window is really only going to be open at this time with these energies. These are energies that are also speaking back to you from 12 years ago and something about the 80s. I don't know what it is, but I'm being told over and over again by spirit. There's something about the 80s within that time frame that you'll probably be readdressing in your mind that's showing you how you did something wrong and that you should be changing it. That you didn't chase Madonna like you thought you should, even though you were five years old? I'm still done with you. Uh. <laughs> Oh, I, I can't be right 100% of the time. No, you're not right. <laughs> not about this. <laughs> I wasn't interested in Madonna. I wasn't talking about you. Yeah, but that's what you said. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what you said. Ha-ha. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm so, I thought you would have caught the metaphor, but okay. I yeah, did. you're right. I, I did. I just don't well, I I want to win. <laughs> Even if you have to change the rules. Fair enough. You're right. You win. I want to win. But, I mean, like I said, there's something that's shifting that's going to help your whole life if you're have if, if if you willing to take the chance and go after it. Phone's on silent. Pretty much that's all we have anyway. Oh, that's all you got? That's all I got. Well, okay. Well, I guess we're starting uh, stopping a little bit early tonight. I thought we were at the right time. No, we still had about uh, seven minutes at this point, but oh well. I'm not going to get into the rest of it. I, I see that. Stubborn ass. But we love you guys, and please check back next week as we go over something new, and hopefully we're on the same page. <laughs> uh, yes, next week's episode will be on the uh, spirit animal medicine of the dragonfly. Oh, that's right. We should and, be and, and, and you know, as much and as we... That's what you just did. Maybe. As much as we weren't on the same page, this was a... <laughs> the like show was a very good show. It was a good show. We're just like... Well, uh, I'm just sorry. Uh, I'm like sorry it didn't work for you. No, I'm fine. I'm just, what was that? All right, people, we love you, and we'll 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 be here next week. <laughs> May all your journeys be safe ones. Bye. <laughs>